afternoon and I think it must be time to catch up with Andrew Dembina who has been artsing around. So hi Andrew. Hello Carolyn, how are you? I am very well. How are you getting on and what have you been up to this week? Well, um, I've been checking out some really interesting stuff that's not all from Hong Kong. Uh, been doing a bit of arty uh, looking around and found an amazing thing that came up this week because it becomes more and more infrequent that a new artwork by a real modern art legend pops up. So mm-hmm. the, uh, the one that was reported last Thursday really grabbed my attention. And uh, as I normally do with Noreen or when you're in that chair, <laughs> yes. I've, sent a few, uh, I've sent a few pictures along. Yeah. And um, it, uh, uh, yeah, it's the, the one that I'm referring to. And um, our listener can check this out online because it's been reported across international media, is that there was a new Van Gogh discovery. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> It's 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 the uh, it's the first drawing like sketch version of a subject of one of his quite famous paintings by the um, you know the kind of legend really I mean I, I don't often use that word but when you're talking Van Gogh I, I think, think you're it, allowed you can to drop, yeah I think you can drop it in a few times as I've already done and it's um, he, he, the most famous Dutch artist after Rembrandt probably and um, he so it's it's a drawing of a of what uh, he calls he titles the drawing despairing man oh dear. so it's a little bit down it's a little bit downbeat yes. um it's a it, it's it, it's basically i'll describe it it's a man who is hunched over sitting in a chair in a wooden chair and he has his face in his hands and the drawing was actually done in 1882 mm-hmm. and at that time yeah at that time it was bought for an equivalent in hong kong dollars of 65 bucks now of course in 1882 I'm sure 65 Hong Kong dollars could get you quite a lot. I imagine but, inflation um, but, would, you know, have quite a part to play in this, yes. Yeah, definitely. But still, it sounds ridiculous by today's money, doesn't it? it? Does. And, uh, the, and, and And the artist... Um, went on to do a couple of other drawings of the same subject and a lithograph which he called worn out in English because he wanted to get it uh, he wanted to get a print run of the lithograph lithograph is a type of printmaking mm-hmm. where you can uh, you, you can draw you can draw onto a metal plate or stone and it comes out very much like the marks would be made with a pencil or charcoal. Right. And, uh, yeah, so he did a whole series of these. But this drawing, which was the foundation of a lot of them, has just been unearthed and authenticated so by the... So van- this? Was it, like, down the back of someone's sofa? <laughs> well, actually, it, it, it might as well have been. I mean, it was in good condition, though, but, it, but, the, but the thing is, it was actually in a private collection that was bought between the the years 1900 and 1910 the documentation yeah. doesn't even make that 10 year discrepancy clear and then it was passed along <laughs> and then it was passed along the family you wow. you have to have this sort of thing in uh, in art and in other things that can be sold on auction for the provenance, meaning yeah. a really strong background for to make something worth something or not, you yeah. know, and it's kind of so. Um, so nothing is known of where it was before 1900 to 1910 when it, when it when it went when it was bought by this family for 65 Hong Kong dollars or the equivalent in, yeah. in, in gilders 
at that time. Um, but it was uh, it, it was earlier this year in 2021 that the family approached the Van Gogh Museum, uh, finally deciding that it might it, it might, might get something. it authentic. It might be it might get it authenticated. Yeah. So yes. but, but, so but so so it's um, approximately at maximum 121 years after it came into this family. Thought let's check it out, and it's, <laughs> yeah. and, and after confirming the authenticity, the museum said these words in stylistic terms it fits perfectly with many other figure studies known from van gogh's time in the hague when he lived in the hague he did certain types of work i know that's kind of he did some pretty serious bleak images and um and then the painting that he finally did by the way which i think i may have sent you as well which is it's in swirly brush marks which character a lot of Van Gogh paintings of cornfields and sunflowers yeah. and his famous Starry Nights painting. Yeah, those kind of swirly brush marks. That painting uh, was the culmination of uh, of this drawing that's been that, that was that was thought to be the first ever kind of full proper loads of tone in it, a real finished drawing, which then made got made into a lithograph, and then the painting uh, was produced, which is uh, hanging in a museum also in Holland. There are so many. Uh, museums where they have his work so it's uh uh yeah that's it all culminated in that and uh, again it's a rather depressing uh image the the final painting as well and i sent i sent you <laughs> i sent you an engraving um from the uh the frontest piece as they like to call a picture at the front of a book yes. from dickens's uh yeah D- dickens's hard times which was uh You've which was in really Van Gogh's, cheery this um, week haven't you <laughs> <laughs> hard times on top of all this despairing <laughs> man but 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 the reason i'm tracking it is okay. because um he he's known to um that's van gogh he's known to have loved the book hard times he likes to read about the tough times right and it's um and and, and in the in the 1866 edition there was this engraving that this whole series that we've been talking about was probably based on. Uh, I think I sent you that engraving. So it's, it's a black and white study, and, it, and it's pretty much the same position, although there are right. a few people um, standing around this man who's got his, his head in his hands. And um, it's, yeah, it was uh, something that is thought to have inspired this whole collection because with a lot right. of the famous artists, of course, they have this suite of work that then leads to the final painting. So that's yes. that's what that whole whole thing was about um okay gonna gonna move on to something different All and right. um yeah uh, zip o- over from europe to north america okay. and last week yeah last week there were there was a film festival in in toronto where three new films I've just realised that I'm not going to be lifting the uh, the upbeat nature of what we're about to talk about here, but but but, but, I'll, but I'll keep going. Okay, carry um, on. Uh, <laughs> the, there were there were three films that were all connected uh, within the uh, the Toronto International Film Festival, mm. which uh, which which went on for eleven days and finished uh, last week. Uh, they, they were probing aspects of the Holocaust. Uh, two of them as as uh, animated cartoons, and one okay. as a D. D Deconstruction of fragments of moving picture and still photos that had been taken in one particular town in Poland, okay. uh, where 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 two or three thousand uh, Jewish residents had been uh, spending their last bit of time before going off to the concentration camps. Right. The um, but but you know the cartoons that I've sent you, the animations. Yeah. You would never guess that from how cheery <laughs> some of them look, would you? There's 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 yes. one, the first one. The first one is called Charlotte. 
and it's um, it's an animated graphic no- uh, graphic novel style, and it dramatizes the short life of a real person uh, called Charlotte Solomon, who was alive from 1917 to 43, and she was a German Jewish painter who fled from Berlin in 1938 to go and live in the south of France. And um, in her new home, she produced a vast autobiographical body of more than 700 paintings in the south of France when she moved there. Uh, Yeah, Uh, but but here comes the not-so-happy part. Mm -hmm. Before she was deported, before she was arrested, deported, and murdered in in Auschwitz at the age of 26. So it's um, it's the story of that. And um, she... but, but, But but how incredible that she was 26 when she died and she produced 700, 700 paintings. paintings. Yeah, wow. in, 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 in the space of a few years. She it went makes to you South feel France. a bit inadequate, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a bit. I mean, you know, you might we, we, we might feel good, let's say, if we ever sort of do a bit of audio editing for radio <laughs> or, I don't know, I do, I, do, I do a bit of print media as well if I edit some story <laughs> about, about, about a bit of lifestyle. But it's, uh, but it's not, uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of, uh, kind of shuts one up, doesn't it? Really? It, re- but, it really uh, does put a different perspective on things. Yeah, yeah, and I'll move on to the next one. I'll try and get through this segment as rapidly as I can. But but it, but it <laughs> is but, but it, no, it, it is interesting though. Okay. Um, and the, the the other one and the second cartoon that I sent you, which looks like two girls sitting on a bed, and I'll give you a clue here: having a frank chat. Well, uh-huh. yeah, you've get you've guessed it. <laughs> okay. uh, the film is called Where Is Anne Frank? Nice. Um, and this one. Yeah, yeah. She's this in one the is by, Yeah, she's 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 one of these two girls that um, Carolyn and I have a still of from this animation, sitting on a bed, having you know a chat on a bed, and uh, I mean the, the the nature of the cartoon or illustration actually is a teddy bear in there's a cat sleep on the bed, and it's actually again a little bit like a graphic novel style, and it doesn't look too depressing um it, it's it, but in fact the uh, the friend that uh, that anne is talking to here is her imaginary friend in her diary oh um, yes the well-known known, character yeah. in the diary yeah 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 Right, right, yeah, and um, who, who is shown as the red-headed teenager in a picture that, that we that we are looking at, and uh, the, the, and throughout this film, the two discuss. All sorts of things, though. She wants an imaginary friend, it turns out, to have just normal um, young teenage girl chats about so Germans, boys. just having boys. a normal life, yeah. She wanted a normal yeah, life. You can movies. see how that would inspire. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. And um, so the film uh, was following something of... Uh, of a script that was apparently uh, famously played by Audrey Hepburn. I didn't know she played Anne Frank in a feature film in 1959. No, but some of the narrative was taken from that by the modern director. Uh, Then lastly, yeah, lastly, there's a film called uh, Three Minutes, A Lengthening. Uh, And this one's not cartoonish. I think I might have sent you a picture of this as well, of the group of... uh, people on a street and these are in the people it's got an amazing a-list uh u.s movie power couple producer and director it's bianca steiger and steve mcqueen who are a married couple steve <laughs> yeah, mcqueen yeah, yeah. The, old, the old actor and, and it and it's um and it's a three they've put together this this three minute home movie shot uh footage plus some stills that were taken by a uh, a polish born uh, american traveler that uh, uh at the time 
and uh, his his name was Glenn Kurtz, and these bits of footage were found by his grandson in his wardrobe in oh, Florida, wow. yeah. uh, and put to, and put together over four years to make a three-minute short Goodness. that was that was financed by Steve McQueen and Bianca Steiger, which is quite amazing in itself. Really, there's a lot of interesting stuff around that alone. Um, yeah. I won't go. Totally. Yeah, I won't go into more, more detail about that, but it, but it actually shows uh, the community in a positive light and uh, how they were before they got sent away, basically. So it's kind of a positive reflection of the community that was before it wasn't. Right. Okay. If you see what I mean. Yes, I do. So, yeah, yeah, okay. And then mo- mo- moving they on, I promise you this one. This one. Even, if, even if, you know, the, the subjects yeah. in many ways ended up tragic, but yeah, they, they sound like yeah. they're well worth watching. All, all really, really well researched, and so much gone into them. Yeah. All of them took years to make. Um, and um, uh, going local now, just really quickly. Yeah. Um. um the um. There was it, it, there was someone in the Hong Kong Free Press that was talking last week, just before she played at Clock and Flap's uh, day long mini festival last week, which there. I believe you went to. It was very yeah, good. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Was it? Right, yeah. okay. Did you, did you see, uh, or do you remember seeing uh, the performer? Well, she played with a band, but she's put forward by her name, which is uh, uh, Kerry, which is spelt C E H R Y. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's. So, yeah. I mean. I mean. Maybe you know this already, but she's something of a. Uh, she's got a big following here in Hong Kong, and she, she had a lot of enthusiastic uh, response there. I'll tell you that. Right. Right. How How was it? How was her? Do you, do you, I mean? How was her performance? Really good. Everyone's was really good. It was just wonderful to see so many people in the same room yeah, getting to enjoy uh, live music. That was the thing. Exactly, exactly. I, I, I should have gone to that, actually. It, it sounded great. I hope they're going to do some more. Um, it's, uh, it's, she said last week in the interview with Hong Kong Free Press that she is uh, inspired, her songs are inspired by her photography and filmmaking, which she does in a non-commercial way, but, yeah. but it has been a big part, big part of her life uh, for a very long time. And uh, if people are interested in seeing that, as I glance at the time and see we don't have a load left, I'll just mention that she, uh, that, that, that you can look at her Instagram page at C-E-H-R-Y-L, Carol, um, 404. 404, not very lucky for a, a Hong Kong lass. She was born and bred, all the fours in there. It's, um, yeah, but she, she, it's like the old, yeah, what's she, it? isn't that not the error page on the internet? You're right. You're absolutely right. I bet it's from that. I mean, that makes sense that it would be from some sort of sardonic reflection of that uh, of that message that we've that many of us have experienced with <laughs> yes. frustration. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. 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 But um but yeah, it's interesting to hear that uh that that's where she gets a lot of her inspiration by shooting things in moving and still pictures. And her new album, Time Machine, uh was what she was promoting at that gig and um, can be listened to in clips and bought if one wants to at Bandcamp Bandcamp, which is online it is it's a great Um, place to buy all sorts of excellent artists new music because I think it's the place where they get like the best percentage of their money back at the moment that's what. That's right. That's how they started off, I think. And it's. Um, and it's a really fair way to uh, to support. Um, yeah, to support musical acts, isn't it? And there's a great. There's an excellent amount of reggae from all over the world there, um, including uh, uh, Russia, Greece, 
and uh, other places that you wouldn't expect it to come from. Just want to add that because well, I do you, check it out. Maybe for those you play, play the occasional tune on the radio, maybe. <laughs> Well, I might, I might, I might do my research there for some of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame yeah. you. I, I can, yeah. you know, I can fully agree yeah. that I do very similar on that. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's really, it's, it, it really is such a refreshing selection of styles and types of music, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. we've got to recommend it. You can find literally anything there, and it's well worth sort of delving yourself into a hole and going, oh, yeah, I'll try that, I'll try that, I'll try that. All right, well, we yeah. must wrap things up, Andrew. It's been Indeed. delightful to speak to you today. Thank you for bringing Great. all of those interesting stories mm. about interesting films and art to us. Thank you very much. Great speaking to you about it, Carolyn. Have a good afternoon. Cheers. Well, that is it for the 123 show today. I will be back on Sunday.